The program we are about to present is a report on the gay liberation movement. Betches Media presents Gay, 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 Gay and Lesbian Homosexuals Come Together. Twyla, Twyla, Twyla. Everyone's gay. Bless God and bless the gays. <laughs> Hi, guys, and welcome to Everyone's <laughs> Gay. I'm Chris Burns. I'm Brian Russell Smith. <laughs> Did you like that? That was a fun one. Thank you. I gave you a little good. surprise. That was really shocking, I have to say. But, you know, I appreciate it. I, ju- I watched uh, one of our coworkers leap out of her chair. Was it? Who was it? It was Shira. Aw. She thought I was yelling. Because I was. <laughs> you yelled recently and um, shook a table for a video mm. for a TikTok. Yes. And Aileen, our CEO, like ran out of her office and was like so petrified she thought a shooting was happening. Yeah. I was doing uh, an impression of Teresa Giudice flipping a table. Naturally. So, you know. You have to scream and shake a table. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So what's going on? How are you? What's new? What is new? I don't know. What did I do this past weekend? I worked, you know? I know. Oh, it was my nephew's sixth birthday party, so that was exciting. Oh, Um, my God, six. I remember it like uh yesterday. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's basically it. Was he happy? Yeah. I mean, all six-year-olds tend to be happy. I yeah. feel like, unless they're like little abused. dark kids. <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry, that was terrible. Did you ever see the? It's like a a tweet. I don't know. It went viral, but it was like this little three year old that's like obsessed with horror movies. Mm-mm. And so for her birthday, she wanted the theme to be like horror movies. So it's like all these girls dressed up as princesses, but she's dressed as like in all like crazy makeup like she looks like she's been dead for 10 years that's awesome <laughs> like that is an amazing kid how was your weekend what's new with you how was my weekend it was good i did things i did a drag brunch oh yeah and it was fun uh yeah nothing too interesting you know mm-hmm. brian and i now see each other brian and i now see each other so often it's like yeah, what we, is there to catch up and on? And we also don't really, like, do anything. I know. <laughs> That's why I was texting with Elise last night, um, friend of the show, and she was like, what are you doing for New Year's Eve? And I was like, I don't know. What are you doing for Christmas? I'm going to Albany. Albany? Yeah. Family time? Family time. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's like, what are you doing for New Year's? And I was like, I don't know. I don't. And she was like, Katie Ruth, who's a, another friend of ours, She's like recommended or requested going on a bar crawl. So now we're like thinking of having her committed. We don't know what's going on. And I was like, yeah, we're getting so old. The idea of a bar crawl makes me want to die. Yeah. And then she was like, and I feel like none of us are at the place where we have giant apartments with 40 roommates where we can have parties. Like we're mm-hmm. all in sensible two bedrooms now. Mm-hmm. Well, so I'm in a four bedroom with only one other roommate right now. Oh, that's fun. Um, I guess. Do you not have to pay the full rent? No, we do. But it's like her and I are the only two on the lease. And we've lived together for like eight years. So what do you do? I mean, we're going to get somebody else, I think. Or we're trying to get somebody else. But we're going to really start. I mean, we need somebody soon to that do ha- it. But I'm like, it's so nice. I like just living with just her. That happened to me. I was living in a three bedroom. And I was never on the lease because I moved in when someone was like, I'm moving out. And, uh, so they were like, okay, just sign the lease when the lease is renewing. Mm-hmm. And so we ended up, that n- never happened. That time passed. So I never signed a lease. And then the one girl moved out and we were like, okay, we can't find a roommate. Um, and then 
the other girl moved out. So it was just me in there for a few weeks. Oh. And I was like, I'm leaving and I'm not paying the full rent. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, because Maisie, who's like my best friend, moved out. We never filled her room. Mm-hmm. So, like, in an ideal world, it would be the three of us, but she's living her Netflix original movie life in Scotland. Mm-hmm. Um, and my other roommate who lived there for like three years just texted us a few weeks ago. I was like, hey, I'm moving out. Oh my God. Um, and it's gone. So, whatever. Wow. Um, speaking of Netflix original movies, mm-hmm. have you heard the hubbub about the gay Hallmark stuff. Well, so this was a commercial, right? Yes. So this is what happened is that recently this, this isn't even from an article, bitch. I wrote this myself. Thank you so much. You broke the story. I broke the story. (laughs) I really did on Washington post, but I did reword it appropriately. So recently, One Million Moms, an anti-gay advocacy group, was up in arms when they spotted a lesbian kiss on the altar during an ad for Zola, the, like, Mm -hmm. wedding planning thing. Um, And Hallmark Channel, which came around in 2001 as a rebrand for what it was before that, which was, like, a Christian channel, Mm -hmm. initially caved in and took the ad down, saying that they wouldn't air anything that was deemed controversial. Yeah. Yeah. So then after Twitter exploded and it received even more backlash and people like saying they were going to boycott boycott it, they reinstated the ad and then made a vow that they would do better in their representation of the LGBTQ plus community. Good for Hallmark. So now Hallmark is saying that there could be a gay Hallmark movie by Christmas 2020, which is funny because I constantly talk about how I love Hallmark movies. You do I live for them, and would are you? Do you feel like you're missing a gay Hallmark movie in your life? I do, and let me tell. Like, I have a paid subscription to Hallmark movies mm-hmm. that I split with my friend. It was sixty dollars for the year. Oh my god! Split it. I know, Good right? For Hallmark. Um, but I wrote on this paper my Hallmark movie pitch for what? my own movie. <gasps> I would love to hear it. Hold Thank on. you so much. Fun fact about One Million Moms, before we get into your beautiful pitch, which I'm sure it will be, um, they only have one staffer, and she's one person, and she is the one person that tried to uh, get this Hallmark commercial off. They only have 44,000 followers on Facebook. So clearly they are not one million. They actually only have 25,000 people who signed that Hallmark petition. You would think it'd be a million. Yeah, and but you know what? You would at least have a million if there was a million people there. Exactly. So I feel like they may need to th- rethink their name to like one staffed moms. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Her name's Monica. Also, how bizarre. Ugh, God, Monica. Um. Okay. Are you ready for my movie pitch? Yes, please. Thank you so much. So I just thought about it. When Chris gives up on comedy after yet another broken heart, he moves to the small town of Winter Powder, Colorado. Is this a real place? No. It never is, but the towns are always like Snowy Falls and (laughs) like ridiculous town names. And I'm obsessed with it. After staying at the only hotel in town, he meets Ezra. They always have fun names. (laughs) The jaded inn owner who had to give up his career as an architect in New York to take care of his ailing mother. After she died just last year, she left him the inn and now feels too guilty to sell it. (gasps) After a night of taking care of Winter Powder's homeless population together, which is where we met. Chris and Ezra fall madly in love and learn it wasn't the city that wasn't keeping them fulfilled, but a lack of love. 
Ultimately, Chris ends up marrying Ezra and then divorcing him, and he was too stupid to make him sign a prenup. So then I take the end and turn it into a drag club. Oh my god, I love a happy ending. And that's my homework original. <laughs> In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. I could see you running a drag club in Colorado. Oh my God, thank you. That would be fun. I would I come visit. I also could see myself doing that. Yeah, that would be nice. I need to come to, I haven't been to one of your drag shows in a very long time. I feel like I'm missing out. You are missing out, bitch. Also, what was the Netflix movie? So there's also a Netflix. Netflix is like, I ha- loves gay stuff. Yeah, Let me do. say that. They do. Uh, um, so Netflix apparently is coming under fire because they have this new movie called um, The First Temptation of Christ. I f- it's not in English. I want to say it's either in Portuguese or Spanish. Um, so basically, Jesus is paying a visit to his parents, Mary and Joseph, for those who've forgotten. Um, and he brings a friend named Orlando. Uh, Bloom? Yeah, Orlando Bloom. Um, so basically... They, Orlando and Jesus, or Jesus, walk in on a surprise party um, that his parents are throwing him, which is just, like, this is already hilarious. Um, and apparently, the Jesus, the partner he's bringing, Orlando, is his companion, his, like, gay lover. Oh, my God, I love it. And so... Um, that's why people are freaking out. Is this, like, a comedy about Jesus? Yeah, it's a Jesus gay com- gay Jesus comedy. Um, change.org, like, there's a petition to sign it. Um, and I think it's, like, mostly, you know, it's in Spanish. And so I can't really read it, mm. unfortunately. Oh, here it is. In favor of banning the Christmas movie from the Portos de Fundos, which I guess means backdoor, which is titled The First Temptation of Christ. Backdoor, The First Temptation of Christ. I love that. <laughs> my god um and they want they want a public retraction and they want people to apologize uh and i think netflix is like yeah no thank you no i fucking love that shit i fucking love a holiday movie let me fucking tell you that bitch because yeah home alone too is the reason i moved to new york city yeah people people are saying um oh really home alone too <laughs> i loved it because Donald Trump is in it? Is that it. why you love it? No, I, that ruined it. Yeah. The cameo of Donald Trump fucking ruined it. Yeah. Um. But also Home Alone 1, Christmas with the Cranks. Yes, please. Uh, n- any Netflix original. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Home Alone 2? Of all time? Uh-huh. I feel like, okay, so like Home Alone is like the movie I watched with my mom mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Elf. Oh, Elf is a good one. I've always liked. It's like near and dear to my heart. A Christmas Story, my dad watches all the time every year. I love A Christmas Story. So I've seen that hundreds of times. So like while... The more I've watched it as I've gotten older, the less I've loved it. Exactly. I'm like, this is boring because I've seen it so many times. But also maybe it's just not that great. 
Yeah, maybe. I because I showed it to Antonio and he was like, "This is stupid." <laughs> so, I think it's like a thing you have to grow up with. I think so too. It's like how people are like In and Out Burger is the best, and I'm like, no, it's you, it's only because you grew up with it. Yeah, is what I'm finding. Is like you, it's just things you like because you grew up with them. Mm-hmm. Nothing's actually the best except for me. You mm-hmm. know. Um, I just watched a Netflix original called Christmas Inheritance, mm-hmm. and it's about a girl that wants to get the inheritance from her rich parents, <laughs> but they make her like go to a small town where they're from to like learn the lesson of small town life. Mm. There's a new Disney plus uh, Christmas movie with Anna Kendrick. Have you seen it? I yet? have not seen it, but it also has like Bill Hader in it. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. I would watch it. I love Bill Hader. I would say white Christmas is my favorite Christmas movie. Which I don't is think like I've seen one that. of the gayest things ever. Oh my God. It's like a classic. It's where the song White Christmas comes from. I know. I don't think I've seen it. It's so gay and like brilliant and beautiful. And Jack Frost. You fucking love Jack Frost. Oh, and Jack Frost. Is that a Christmas movie? I guess. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I've only seen the scene that makes you horny. Yeah. Because I was showing you. Because Michael Keaton was my sexual awakening, everyone, and Jack Frost, just so everyone's completely aware. (laughs) That's what we're referencing. See, I do love that shit. I love like a dad in fucking jeans and a flannel. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. that's what it was i like i like that um but yeah so maybe someday i'll star in my own christmas movie i believe in it chris i believe in you i believe that you can i believe that you will i'm i'm looking forward to christmas because i'm off for like two and a half I weeks know. i'm excited to go home for a while i'm going home for like six days which will be nice. Yeah. So I'm just going to disconnect completely and not see a single soul. Yeah. I'm going like Sunday to Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm back for New Year's. But mm-hmm. I don't even know what I'm doing for New Year's. Who cares? Who cares? I'll be in Madrid. Yeah. You'll have fun. You'll have a different New Year time than me. Oh, yeah. It'll be New Year's for you. Yeah. Um, Should we play cock it or block it? Yeah. I just made these up on a whim. Okay. They're not Christmas related, I see. They're not. Because, mm-hmm. whatever. Eggnog. Eggnog block. Block. Hate it. I will drink it if it's the only alcoholic beverage at the party. I wouldn't even. I hate eggnog. It's like, I can't even drink a glass of fucking skim milk, so you want to thicken it up and give me eggnog? You know what's funny is I never drink milk anymore, and we had a bunch of milk and at our apartment for whatever reason and antonio was drinking it and it was he thought it was fine and he didn't say anything and so the next day i was like i'm just gonna have a glass of milk with this twinkie i found <laughs> i had gluten-free wow. twinkie and i was like this doesn't taste good but maybe i just don't like milk anymore it was then the next day antonio was like this milk is so bad i poured it out and there was clumps and i was like well great uh, i just drank old milk i hate that shit also i had a friend who told me she like lost a ton of weight from when she was younger, but she was like, yeah, there was a s- two years of my life where I had a half gallon of eggnog every single day <laughs> of the year. Like not with like that. just the holiday season, but alcoholic eggnog. No. Well, maybe she just lo- what is eggnog? It's eggs and milk. See, when I was a kid, I didn't even know eggnog was alcoholic and you would just drink what it. What is the alcohol in eggnog? It's rum. Like, I think you have to mix eggnog rum with something. And rum is already the worst liquor. Yeah, of all the I liquors. Rum's absolutely vile. It's pretty low with gin, in my opinion. Same. But like, 
Even like gin is better than rum. Yeah. No, I hate rum. Unless I'm like on the beach and mm-hmm. it's mixed with like delicious fruit juice. That's like natural from the beach. Um, Santa. Santa. I mean, I love a good velvet outfit. No, I mean like the the theory of Santa. Like, would will you tell your kids about? Like, will you make them believe in Santa? I'm. I will tell. Okay, so my non-existent make-believe kids. Well, I told them about a make-believe person. Like you know, there's parents that are like, oh, we don't. See, here's the thing. I know from my siblings who have kids, they use Santa as like a way to get their kids to be good. Yeah. And I'm all for it. I'm, I'm all, all for it. Give I'm, a kid some hope, you know? Also, I love manipulation. So any way that you can manipulate someone without them being aware that you're manipulating them, go yeah. for it. But <laughs> but that's, um, yeah, I'm like, let the kid have some hope, you know? Mm-hmm. You don't have to make him jade it from the fucking get-go. Mm-hmm. Um, what's another Christmas one? Because that's we're not using... Trees. Christmas trees. Oh, fucking... Cock. Cock. I love a Christmas tree. Here's what I think is interesting is that clearly Jesus Christ didn't have a Christmas tree at his birthday party um, because he was in the desert and they didn't have pine trees. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I don't really get it and I don't get why these people are all up in arms about this fucking gay Jesus. Jesus could have been gay. We don't know. You all said he was celibate. He was 30 years old and wasn't fucking people. Did you see his abs? Please. Also, yeah. And also Jesus is always depicted as like white with blue eyes and I've never understood that because he's supposed to be Middle Eastern. Americans, man. They want Jesus to look like Brad Pitt. Why do Christians and Catholics want to depict Jesus like someone they want to have sex with? Well, because you know, I think about... I think about this because, like, I mean, clearly Jesus did not look like Brad Pitt. wasn't white with blue eyes and light brown hair. Um, he, I feel like maybe because, you know, a lot of, like, maybe the sculptors of the time, like, later, mm. like, you know, in, like, Rome well, and shit. Well, the sculptors were gay. have sculpted him as, like, you can't tell what race he is. Also, he had abs because he was fucking eating, like... Everybody looked the fuck like that. There was no fat people back then. Only the rich people were fat, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Like me now. But still, but still like, um, uh, I don't know. You can tell like in the Vatican, the Jesus depictions there are like a white person. Yeah. Well, it is interesting. Cause so, like, why are they up in arms about the gay Jesus? But not like, why, why do we have Christmas trees? It's pagans. There's a whole thing about it. Y'all are stupid. I Easter do love bu- a Christmas tree. And where does the Easter bunny come from? Okay, that shit I never believed in even as a kid. What about the tooth fairy? Did you believe in the tooth fairy? No. Did you believe What what other things do we tell kids? About? I do remember being like how are my parents getting under my pillow without me waking up? You we're heavier sleepers than we realize, I guess. I was then, maybe yeah. not now. Yeah, you barely um, sleep. Yeah, I sleep like a, you know, a feather. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Light, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what's happening to me. I fucking fell in the shower yesterday. Oh my okay? god! I'm a I know. Whole, I'm 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 a hundred. So sad. I'm a hundred years old. How did you fall? What were you doing? I just slipped. <laughs> oh gosh! I was getting out of the shower and I slipped. Well, I'm glad you're okay. Thank you. I wish I died. <laughs> Should we do this listener cue? It's pretty long. Yeah, it's kind of juicy. I'm sorry that he says anus so many times. Oh. <clears throat> Do you want me to read it? Sure. <clears throat> hey, guys. Big fan of the pod. So disappointed you guys won't 
be doing it anymore. Anywho, I mean, I forgot. We haven't mentioned that we're, this is our second to last episode yet, have we? The penultimate. Well, we did bring it up lightly, but I guess now we have an end date. Oh, yeah. Well, so not this one. Next week will be our last one. Second to last. Yeah, yes. so today is our penultimate. I love that. I love just saying that word because I love people know that I know what that means. It yeah. means the second to last. You do love that. I was like, are you talking about that exercise bike? <laughs> Peloton? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Anywho, I started hooking up with this married guy three years ago. He's married to a man, but they have an open relationship. At first, he was just a fun guy who filled me up just right. Oh, Ew. shit. Okay. I enjoyed the sex and was happy that he was coming over almost every day on his way home from work. We'd have sex and then just cuddle for a little while, maybe nap. A few months in, I was madly in love with him. One night, he told me he loves me and asked me if I'd be interested in a future together. I said yes. Thereafter, he told me all sorts of problems he has with his marriage and that he wants to get a divorce, but he's an anxious person and is worried about what his finances would look like post-divorce. I'm a PhD, PhD student. I don't make much money either. And I knew this was a recipe for disaster. So I ended it. How I does a PhD <laughs> student have time to get fucked every single day and then take a nap? Because all I do is study. And I'm sure like maybe that's his time. I also love that like the, um, you know, the marriage and the anxiousness wasn't the, uh, the recipe for dis- like, like wasn't the catalyst that ended this. It was the fact that he didn't have money. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to being gay. Okay. So he keeps going. I stayed for a while, but then I'd, I stayed away for a while and then I'd miss him. And all of a sudden he was back. He would make promises that he'd get. He said back in my anus. I just said back, but I said anus up top and I didn't want to say it again. Yeah, but he says it again. It's saying a lot. He would make promises that he'd get divorced after his finances were better. I knew they were just excuses and I didn't really believe him. My heart would just melt when he was around. We were on and off like this for a while until a year, year ago when he decided to end things with me, saying that I'm always angry at him because he doesn't have enough time for me and he might never be ready to get divorced. When really you were always mad at him because he was poor. <laughs> <laughs> Over this past year, I've made loads of progress. I started therapy, worked through some stuff. I stayed in touch with him, but didn't interact very much. Recently, he told me he wants to get a divorce for sure, but wants to wait till I graduate. Then he'll feel secure enough about our finances to be able to get a divorce. At first, I told him to fuck off, but a few hours later, he was in my anus. A few hours? Yeah. I've been back to sleeping with him this past month. I don't really believe when he says he'll get divorced, but I just don't know how to stay away. I guess my question is, should I just stop beating myself up about being with a married man who'll probably never get a divorce, or should I move to another city? Okay. Because clearly, I don't know how to stay away. Much love. Okay. Those are two very different extremes. Yes. Here's what I will say. People always think moving to another city is going to solve their problems. It's not Mm going to solve your problem, Mm -hmm. babe. I'll tell you that. Uh, You'll still find a way. It'll just cost you more because you'll end up flying back just to have him in your anus. Mm -hmm. Um, You got to meet someone else, I would say. Or here's what I'm going to say. One day things will change and you'll just be able to stop seeing him until then. Nobody's going to tell you anything that's going to keep you away from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's just the T. Okay. Mm-hmm. We can tell you over and over. I'm sure your friends have told you over and over. Whoever you tell about this relationship with a married person that it's going to end badly and it 100% will end badly. 
For someone, at least. Yeah, and probably not great for you. Yeah. Or you'll just get fed up and end up stop talking to him. Also, like, there's, there's a difference between hooking up with someone a couple of hours every day and like being around them all the time and being with them like you still haven't like had the opportunity to like spend days together or even like several hours it seems like you know what i mean so like you may not even like this person as much as you think you do yeah well all because like okay yes this man is in an open relationship but open relationship i don't think should be every single day the same no. person cuddling open relationship is like you know, you get fucked up and you have sex when you're in a different zip code. I think so, too. I think so, too. And then you never speak to that person ever again. Like, I have friends that are in an open relationship and their rule is as long as they're in a different area code. Mm-hmm. Different area codes, only once. Because um, this this is why. Because then feelings end up, you know. End up happening. And it's not up, fair to this other person. You don't know his life. He could be the nicest person in the world. Yeah. And I gotta say, in this whole letter... Looking back here, I don't think you say why you like him other than you like having sex with him. You have good sex, apparently. And I mean, I guess that's important for you and that's good. Uh Uh-huh. But it's not going to be enough. So have you ever hooked up with a married man that you knew he was married? Married? No. Married? No. In a relationship? Yes. Yes. What was that like? How do you know? How do you know he was in a relationship? Well, this was, this is a whole thing. This mm-hmm. was like the guy that I was like in love with. Okay. And he would refer to his boyfriend as his roommate. And then after like six months of mm-hmm. me being in love with him, someone was like, you know that it's his roommate. But it was oh. a similar situation where we were like hanging out every day. So I'm like, how does he? <laughs> I had this friend who, so this is like kind of like incestuous and awkward and weird. So on my soccer team that I played on or played in, I haven't played the season, so I don't know what tends to use. Um, (laughs) This couple, they were not in an open relationship, but the one guy was like incapable of having sex, like pretty often, like, like impotent Mm. wise um, for reasons unknown. I actually used to hook up with him, but this was before that. And And he didn't have the problem then. No, he did. I was just making a joke. But he was, he had a lot of money. Oh, <laughs> he was like one of those people that like, well, if you're looking to meet someone, our writer here, we can hook you up with an impotent, <laughs> an impotent rich guy. He would like be, he would like, he was one of those guys that like, I, we would just like, I would just like sleep over, but like nothing would ever happen. And he would like also buy me like a crazy expensive dinner and then like pay for me to go places. Hmm. It was fine. But obviously that, that is pretty untenable and gets boring pretty quickly. Hmm. Um, but anyways, so this guy, <laughs> He had his boyfriend had another guy from soccer over and they had sex on the couch with the door open to their bedroom while the guy was asleep. The other guy was asleep and they were not in an open relationship. What? Yeah. And then they were like laughing about it. I'm like, that's pretty terrible. That is like so awful. What would you do if you woke up? What would you do if you heard them talking about it? Mm-hmm. I would beat a bitch's ass if that ever happens. Mm hmm. Like literally physical danger you would be in if I was the man that was sleeping. <laughs> and then you were talking about it. Uh-huh. No, bitch. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Cause that money's all about to be mine. <laughs> Cause you're going to change your will and then I'm going to kill you. Yeah. There you go. Um, 
so yeah i mean i don't i don't know i don't feel like i gave good advice to this person but i don't feel like there is good advice to be given i mean moving to another city is i mean not a great thing but if you're fine it like you and clearly you say you're not financially stable so like that might not be great but i had a really great time moving to another city even though i did move back six months later because i was miserable because nothing i, I ran away from a problem and i came back to the back to the problem and i ran back to the problem mm. but, no, but also problem. he's a phd student you can't just jump town i don't know how that works i'm a phd in in what um gay talking gay talking gay talking <laughs> do you do you have a phd in gay talking because right talk. now it doesn't even seem like you have a bachelor's <laughs> i have a bfa in film actually thank you i have a bs in that's bs <laughs> <laughs> in communications okay there you go and english literature wow thank you isn't that surprising yeah. I barely read now. <laughs> I know. You can barely speak too, so I know. Who fucking knew? Yeah. Um Yeah. I don't know. I guess we helped. Sorry if we didn't. Good luck. <laughs> At least you're getting laid. Yeah. I mean, I would just try and peel yourself away from this situation as much as you can. Yeah. I don't know best. if you need to move because those are extreme options. Listen, it's the end of the year. Start fresh. Mm-hmm. Start a new year, new you. Be like gay Jesus and find a companion that yeah. you can bring home to your mom and dad. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christo. All right, guys. Well, happy holidays. Happy, yeah. Ha- Merry Christmas. And if you're not celebrating Christmas, happy Hanukkah. Yeah, Hanukkah's around the same time as Christmas this year. Mm-hmm. Happy holidays, as you know. Yeah. Us liberals like to say all of it. Um, Cause it's a, uh, it's a, uh, cause there's a war on Christmas. I didn't know if you heard this. Yeah, no, I always, uh, I want to do a character. That's like the woman at the grocery store that when the cashier says happy holidays, they think that they're like being really out there by being like, no, Merry yeah. Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> because that's what I celebrate. That's like where, when I worked at the grocery store, uh, three out of 10 people. And like I said, you know, Get rid of trees if you're really worried about Christmas. Yeah, but I Christians. No, um, I'm not worried about it. All right. So we'll be back next week. Yeah. So for um, the last time. For the last time. I mean, I guess you can rate and review and subscribe if you want to. Um, but we do because we appreciate it. And also we got a lot of nice messages, which we're going to read we next did. week. We love you all. Thank um, you. Yes. Thank you very much. Uh yeah, so make sure you stay tuned for the finale. We have something so much to talk about. Yes, and we do have a plan for what's next. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll te- maybe we'll tease a little bit more of that in the next one. Yeah. So we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Betches.